you thought there was nothing left to talk about Missouri, but we're here to tell you there's plenty to talk about. Maybe Daniel has come back from his hatred of the defense. Maybe he's doubled down. Maybe (laughs) Carson Beck isn't that great, or maybe he is him in entirety. Maybe other guys showed out on offense. We're going to talk about that and more next on Locked on Bulldogs. You are Locked on Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Lockdown Bulldogs podcast. So happy that you have decided to join us today. Today's episode brought to you by Prize Picks. More on them in a moment. Um, and uh, Clint, yes, it's been shout out to our boy um, George Foster, um, great guy and former UGA player and um, great UGA media personality these days. Who, who reminded us on Twitter that since November, early November of, you're muted, of 2020. Okay, I was going to say it's early November right now, Daniel, but. Since early November of 2020, Clint. It's a long time ago. Your football team has lost. How many? Once. <laughs> So what you're saying, just the one time. So what you're saying, Daniel, is there are potentially soon going to be half day preschoolers. Yeah, oh, yeah. Co- We're talking that, about they're you're getting them signed up for Little League. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they've witnessed they've been alive for one a- defeat. Alive. Uh-huh. That Zero seems- regular season losses in that time span. <laughs> One total loss. Um, it's a wild time to be a to be a Georgia Bulldog fan. Let, yeah. Let the record show that according to Alabama fans, who by the way, couple things. Number one, Alabama fan, welcome to the show. It's our favorite time of year when we just get an influx of our favorite Alabama fans. And so hey, sincerely, man. sincerely. I, legitimately, he's not kidding. Stick around till the third segment, Alabama fan. I'm going to say something that's going to fire up the 199 that you're going to love. So just stick around to the third segment. That's a bit of a tease. But according to Alabama fans, Georgia is down bad, Clint. We are, we're, I mean, we are down as a football program. Let me explain to you what down means. It means that we've won 26 games in a row. A lot. We're back-to-back national champions. Yep. We've lost one time since COVID. And we just beat the number 12 team in the nation by two scores in a football game. And that means we're down bad, Clint. It's a tough time to be a Georgia fan when the measuring stick is so high that a lot of us are disappointed by just winning and winning and winning. But... Um, upon further review, Clint, yeah. 
Yes, we can have all sorts of feelings about this team. Yes, I can have all sorts of feelings about this defense. I'm entitled to them, and I'm going to have them, and that's fine. Well, let's all just remember where we are right now. And where we are is in the middle of one of, if not the greatest college football runs that the world has ever seen. And we're just... We're just still right smack dab in the middle of it, Clint. Y- y'all realize this. We, the crescendo is right before us. We have two more talented teams on the radar for us. The schedule is going to get harder. Ole Miss, Tennessee. Yeah. And, and then, then you got Georgia Tech, and then you got Alabama. in the, And then you got playoff teams after that. You got, I mean, it's, it's going to be, there's going to be plenty of opportunities for Georgia to lose. Sure. But we're in the middle of a, of a run that just it doesn't happen it this doesn't happen okay let me let me recap all the things that i was told was going to change the landscape of college football here we are okay nil is going to drastically change the landscape yeah of college, football. college football playoff drastically no, change the landscape you won't be able to win wouldn't it? alignment mm-hmm. conference realignment boy oh boy okay i'm gonna uh, um, coaching changes, fluidity within academics, COVID, mm-hmm. uh, social media, boost. Go down the list. Okay. In all of that, what's what's remained the same? Kirby is going to be Kirby. Kirby going to Kirby. Kirby going to win. Mm-hmm. Kirby going to get his dudes. Kirby's going to beat you down. Kirby's going to coach. Kirby mm-hmm. is him. I'm I'm saying this right now. And and again, this for all of you Bama fans that are out there, welcome listening again. right now. Again, happy to have you. For all you Florida fans that are talking about dynasty, there has never been a harder time to play college football than currently. It's objectively smart. true. Next year, when the college football playoff goes to uh-huh. eight or twelve or whatever they're well, doing, I guess twelve. It's it's going to be even harder to win national championships. Like it's it's going to be even harder. To win national championships. So in the midst of the hardest time to win Mm -hmm. ever, Kirby's doing it at a clip of one loss since how many? In three three years. This is the greatest run of college football ever in the history of college football. Now you can, you can say wins. I I literally don't care Mm -hmm. with everything else that's facing us. It's, it's like saying, I started three businesses and bought 10 homes during the depression. That's, that's what it's like. If it's the hardest time. Okay, great. Anybody can in the eighties, sure. Everybody out here. Sure. I I got 10 houses. Well, who wasn't and doing cocaine all at the same time? Like, okay. It's the eighties. Y'all weird times. Hey, Clint, Clint, ask Clint about the eighties sometimes. You're interested. (laughs) Or don't, um, this is the greatest run ever in college football. It's wild. And we're in the midst of it. It's wild, George fans. And he is taking, again, uh, many of the commenters pointed out to us as we were talking about this game, post-game overreaction on Saturday. Missouri had two weeks to plan for this game. We had to go rest up for Florida, play our rival, take the best shot for them, surgically down the field. Mizzou had two weeks to rest up, to game plan, to focus, to get going, to practice two weeks instead of one week, to implement, to install. We took their shot. We held them to the fewest points that we they have gained all year long. And I'm going to talk about some Georgia players in segments two and three. I want to get, get into all that. 
Let me just end segment one here, though. Um, Missouri's really good. There's no, there's at no point when I was quote unquote slandering the Missouri defense this week, Gosh, or when I was like, just because I was confident Georgia was going to win the game, which mm-hmm. again they did. There it is by multiple scores. Just because I was confident Georgia was going to win the game, that's not an indication that I I think Georgia is some unbeatable juggernaut, and it's not an indication that Missouri is not a good team. I think Missouri is a really good football team. Very. Now, I'm going to be very interested to watch Missouri play Tennessee this weekend. And Missouri fans, if you're still here. They're not. They're not. I. You need to win this game. If you're going to if you're going to be a good team, you want to be with the big boy table. You got to win this game. It's going to be very interesting what happens to Missouri, but. I think Missouri is a very good football team. Georgia won a very tough game, a very tightly contested game against a very good football team. And I don't think at any point during this week did we say anything to contradict that. And we certainly do not feel that way now. So no slander to Missouri. Georgia played a heck of a game and Georgia got the win. We're going to talk about some dudes that showed out. We're going to talk about what we saw as we watched this game back. But first, we're going to talk about this. And these, Daniel, these plural things are athleticbrewing.com. Use promo code Locked On for 15% off your first order. Daniel, this is time for the game changer of the week. Yeah, okay. Brewing is a game changer. We have a game changer. We've talked mm-hmm. about Kirby. We've talked about Carson Beck. This week's game changer, and he has been a game changer ever since he's come back from injury, Lad McConkey. Lad McConkey is him in the wide receiver. Ooh. You saw him contested ball down the field. He is mm-hmm. that dude. He plays well. He plays high point. He plays possession. He can Kirby catch. Kirby the first run. post we've completed all season. Lad, well, congratulations to you, sir. Was Arian running that route? Arian was on the field a couple times in this I game. I saw him dressed. Same play. He Both times. Didn't go to him either time, but no. I thought, ooh, are we going to chuck it down? Nope. At lookbrewing.com, they are fantastic alcohol-free brews. They, are, they taste better, and I mean legitimately better because they won awards, than alcoholic brews. They are non-alcoholic, and they're game-changer. Athleticbrewing.com. Take them to a Little League game. Take them to a tailgate. Take them to your office, and no one's going to look at you sideways because they don't have the added effect of a hangover because there's no alcohol, but yet they taste crisp, refreshing. They are fantastic. Athleticbrewing.com. Use promo code LOCKEDON for 15% off your first order. Daniel, also eBay Motors. eBay Motors. You love to get the right part, Mm. the exact right fit for your car, your truck, your SUV, whatever it is that you have. Clint and I fixing up a 2004 Honda CRV, and it is going to net us a healthy profit. And when it does, it'll be all thanks to eBay Motors. You go there. You get the right part. You put your car, your make and model, put it in your garage on ebaymotors.com. Once your car is in your virtual garage, then you simply go through eBay's uh, catalog of parts, mm-hmm. um, millions and millions of parts to choose from. You pick the part that you want, and it, it'll, it'll instantly tell you whether or not it fits 
on your car. It is a eBay guaranteed fit, only available to U.S. customers. The right part, the right fit at the right price, all at ebaymotors.com. Don't risk going anywhere else to get your auto parts. Go to ebaymotors.com. All right, some guys that showed out as we rewatched the game. We went back, we did watch it. It was exciting to rewatch again, knowing the outcome yep. of the game is fantastic. Uh, was not so bucket worthy this time around, although I still had reminiscence of that feeling. I remember well the bucket. Uh-huh. What? Let me start here on notice, this on this much maligned out. defense, Clint. Uh, Thank you. Here much we maligned go. by me, but let Bye. me start here. Let me start here. Okay. Um, Kamari Lassiter, Clint, this man came, he's come out, not just this week now. Now I know he's getting a lot of, he's getting a lot of, you know, steam. He's getting a lot of wind in the sails this week. And rightfully so, we're going to get to it in a second. But I want to say, this is a carryover from Florida. This is a carryover from pre-Florida from Kentucky. This is a carryover looking backwards throughout the season. Kamari Lasser started off a little bit slow, just like most in the secondary did at the beginning of the season. But he has absolutely come on like gangbusters. Um, He is turning himself quickly into a legitimate shutdown corner on one side of the field. But ju- this just in, Clint, Okay. Not just one side of the field. It turns out you just move this guy mm-hmm. like a Swiss Army mm-hmm. knife anywhere you want. He slides into the slot, which, you know, it's been much reported by guys like Brooks Austin, by other people that cover the UJ program. So we're not breaking any news here. But it's hard to appreciate as a, as a non-high-level football player how difficult it is for a defensive back to transition from playing corner on the outside to playing corner in the slot. It's a completely different set of techniques. It's yep. a completely different set of rules and, um, and you know, physicality that, that you have to be aware of. There's a lot, there's a lot more mentally that you have to take into account a whole different set of things that you have to be concerned with. And Kamari Lasseter, Kirby said they they spent a lot of time on tape. They know that Luther they like to use Luther in the slot, and um, he said we just can't let these slot guys go out and beat us. We were worried about guys like Tyke Smith matched up against the slot receivers, and in the second half of that game, Kirby and Glenn Schumann just said enough is enough, yep. and so we're gonna put Julian and Dalen Everett on the outsides, and we're just gonna drop three right there into the slot. And um, how do you do? He did real, real well. Yeah. Kamari Lassiter is probably the biggest, most physical slot corner I've ever seen in my life because he's not a slot corner. He's big, athletic, tall, fast. He's an outside corner. But when you can drop him in and play him in the mm. slot, it's almost unfair. Um, It is a, it is a weapon for him to have the versatility that he did. Now, Julian Humphrey came on mm-hmm. and certainly had his best game as a dog. Looked good. We mentioned that. Dalen Everett, I did not like, I did not love what no, I saw. Let's not mention that. Let's keep with the good vibes. Okay. But um, but if you want, if, if you're talking about a future matchup for Georgia, where Thank you've you. got thank you, where you've got a multitude of guys 
play, you know, who are moving around onto the feet on the field, playing a bunch of different positions, and you need you need more than two really healthy, really good corners. The availability of guy like Kamari Laster to slide inside, I think, could be huge for this Georgia team moving forward. We have um, talked about many, many times. Tyke Smith, <clears throat> sometimes fantastic, other sure. times falls off the face of the planet, hot mm-hmm. and cold, real Jekyll and Hyde type mm-hmm. situation. But Kamari Lasseter has been consistently fantastic the entire season. I mean the entire season. He, every time you look at the film, and and I want to talk about what this means going forward, because I saw the same exact thing you did, Daniel, when you rewatch it. You get a guy who takes away half the field. He takes away a weapon. He takes away somebody's dude. And when you don't have the dude anymore, you're screwed. Daniel has an offense. You, now, Georgia's not because Georgia has many dudes and we could spread it around all over the place. You could take away the best college football player on the planet and we still score at a whatever pace we want. So that's there. But Kamari Lasseter does everything I want in a corner. Physical toughness, tackling, locating the ball. This is one of the hardest things. Now, I saw this, if I could be totally honest. Ever, I did not see this from, <clears throat> excuse me, but I saw it in everybody else that came in. And Mario Lasseter is the guy who starts with this. He locates the ball. Not only is he in face, not only was he in perfect position on a lot of passes that were incomplete. And that's as a corner, it's kind of like a tackle. You don't get your name talked about that much mm-hmm. because when it's an incomplete, unless, you did your job. Unless, unless it ain't good. Unless it ain't good. Yeah. Um, Mario Lasseter is, is him. Uh, Daniel, I'm, I'm going to go to another name on defense. Much more than I understand, but um, he's, He's going to get a lot more run in the coming weeks, I anticipate. Mm-hmm. Jalen Walker, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to your starting inside linebacker for the foreseeable future. Yeah, let's talk about this because we got some questions. People are asking, didn't didn't really address the JDJ injury on Saturday's show, but obviously significant. Um, fractured forearm, which I just, I would have bet anything that... He had a separated shoulder. I was just would have bet that's anything, what my money was on. Right. Anything that that's what the injury was. Apparently a, a fracture in the forearm. Time will tell what that means for the rest of the season. You know, if he's going to try to play yeah. in a cast, if he's going to, you know, what the what the timetable is on that. But let's just say for the foreseeable future, JDJ is either going to be severely limited or out entirely. Big opportunity for some guys. And that starts with Jalen Walker. I really do. I think they're going to be a rotation, but you saw when JDJ came out, Jalen Walker moved from the edge back to inside backer. He got his hand off the ground. He he doesn't put his hand on the ground often, even when he's on the edge. Regardless, here's what impresses me about this young kid. The dude is a playmaker through and through, Daniel. And that's that's where I want to end this segment. Before we go to segment three and get your chance to talk to Alabama fan that's here because they're preparing here themselves. But Jalen Walker... Nazir Stackhouse, Lassiter, Chaz Chambliss, throw him at, like this is what elevates Georgia against a team like Missouri. Missouri was prepared. They were dis- disciplined. They gave their entire bag of tricks. But when you don't have dudes mm. and that's Nazir well, Stackhouse, that's just it, not enough of them. That's yes. Not enough of them. That play Nazir was just Nazir being a dude. Mm-hmm. That's it. He just said, I'm going to affect this entire play. 
Kamari Lasser, the same thing. And then Jalen Walker, he's that guy as well. Dipping his shoulder on the outside. He pressured. He had sacked. He had hits as well as tackles. I anticipate him to have a significant role. He's not going to leave the field, Dan, because either he's going to be on the edge or he's going to be in the middle or he's going to be dropping in the coverage somewhere yeah. down the line. Um, he's going to be on the field a lot with JDJ's injury, I anticipate. We're going to come back after this, and Daniel's going to give the Alabama fans all something they really want to hear. But first, this. And this is PrizePix, prizepix.com slash college. Use promo code LockedOnCollege for the first deposit match up to 100 bucks. Here's what you do. Daily Fantasy Made Easy. It's not a gaggle of team put it's together. Simple. It's, it's just your you're team. Not doing it's just the team you deep. want. Yeah, and it's just the players that you want. You're going to go. You're going to find somebody. You're going to look at a line, look at a stat, look at a mm -hmm. number that you like, and you're going to say, is it more or less? Will Jackson Dart throw more or less than one and a half interceptions this coming week, Daniel? Who? Time will tell. Who's to Time say? Will tell. Well, mm -hmm. we we will get just find because... a player that plays for the Falcons oh, yeah. wow. and take the under on any stat in except turnovers. Um, All Falcons fans. Please why? call therapy. Just why? <laughs> but don't call us therapy when you have daily fantasy made simple. Pressbix.com slash locked on college right now. Get over there. It's simple. It's easy. It's convenient. Dan and I love them. We go there all the time. Locked on college for a first deposit match up to 100 bucks. You put 100 bucks in, they give you 100 bucks match. Mm. Pressbix.com slash locked on college. Okay. Clint, um, uh, but well, before we get to, before we get to uh, Alabama fans, just to follow up on the JDJ conversation, number one, we've been on this guy all season. Yeah. Okay, this but is fair. We've been on him all season, but this is a massive loss for Georgia. And let like let the record show no one could possibly believe anything differently. He improved the last two weeks drastically. And and the reason it's a massive loss for Georgia is not even because of that. No. It's not even because of his tackling or his speed or his ability to fit a run. The reason it's a massive loss for Georgia is because um, we're not. So like the questions being asked, who's going to replace JDJ? And people are throwing out names like Jalen Walker, et cetera. Sure. But the thing is, is that, None of the names that are being thrown out are going to replace JDJ. Nope. The guy that's going to replace um, number 10 is Smile Mondin. Smile Mondin is now going to have to become the guy who sets the defense. Smile Mondin is now going to have to become the guy who gets everybody in the right position because the thing that number 10 did that didn't show up on the film, that didn't show up on the stat sheet, that didn't show up when you rewatch the, the game tape, the thing that he did was he got everybody aligned where they needed to go. He was the guy pre-snap that made sure the defensive line was set, that made sure everybody was in position, that made sure everybody had the play call. Now, all of a sudden, you don't just lose a guy who in previous years was your best tackler and yep. in recent weeks had become begun to come back into form that we had seen. You also lose the quarterback of the defense, and now a guy like Smile Mondin, who's never really had to fill that role before, is having to slide in that position. Now, just be honest, Clint. Um, the defense looked out of sorts at the end of the game, to say the least. That's putting it kindly. Once um, Pops was out.
And so, yes, I think the guys that are going to be filling Smile Mondin's shoes are Jalen Walker and um, Wilson and C.J. Allen, the two true, the two true freshmen. Those guys have been playing absolutely fantastic, and they're going to keep playing a lot. And I'm excited for them. And they're also true freshmen, and so I need a bucket when I think Ooh. about being on the field. What's what's the the hardest position in the SEC to play according to Kirby Smart? Sure, that one, the one that the the true freshmen are playing. Cool. <clears throat> cool. So those guys are trying to step in and fill Smile Mondin's shoes. Meanwhile, the thing I'm more nervous about than true freshmen being on the field is Smile Mondin trying to fill the leadership role and the alignment role and the uh, captain of the defense role that JDJ had filled. So this is the concern for Georgia fans that they can you talk to Alabama here. fans now, Daniel? Because you've just given us bucket list after bucket list. Can you talk to Alabama fans now? Um, welcome to the 199, by the way. Come on. You love the 199. We we do here. We do. We love them. Um, you're not gonna love this. Just so we're clear, you're not gonna love this. The 199 or me or all. Most people are not gonna love what I'm about to say. Great. But I genuinely mean it. And I I reserve the right, and I probably will change my mind between now and the first weekend of December. Trust me, he will. I probably will. And I, why wouldn't I? I mean, I have every, you'll have more data. That doesn't make what I'm about to say any less true. It's true. If the SEC championship game were on Saturday. Okay. I would pick Alabama to win 100 times out of 100. And Georgia fan is not going to care for that take. Georgia fan is, is going to be upset. And dare I say triggered by that analysis but i'm just telling you what i see there's not a chance that the team i watched on saturday can stop jalen milrow from running the ball straight down our throat there's nothing that this defensive front can do about it based on what i have seen to this point in the season this ain't ray davis we're talking about no, no, and no. the and the vaunted Kentucky run game. This is not, this is not ETN and Billy Napier's offense. Oh, okay, by the way, T's and P's to Billy Napier. We oh haven't gosh. even talked about. Can we talk about Sunbelt Billy? Well, we ain't gonna call him Bowl Game Billy. That's for <laughs> sure. We might as well call nope. him Sunbelt. Billy. I might have to reach my. We need a whole segment later. We do. I'm just telling you, Georgia fans objectively looking at the teams. I know it was fun to make fun of Alabama early in the year. It's still fun to make fun of Alabama. It's fine. That's great. They lost to Texas. It's funny. It's uh, Everybody's laughing. It's fine. But I think Alabama beats Georgia on a neutral field way more often than not at this moment. I would love to push back. Mm-hmm. He'd love to. I would well, love. I would love to come out here. Let's all sit here and listen to Clint push back. Then. Nope. That's that's the sound oh. of silence, friends. Because the deal is this. I'll, I'll just use a term, and see if I trigger more Georgia fans than you did. Okay, this is great. Exceptional running quarterback. He's not a court. Let me. He's not a quarterback. 
He's the best running back in the SEC. And that's, I'm not trying to slight him. I'm not trying to insult him. Alabama, you finally figured out that you aren't who you how thought to run you your were. offense. Now you know your offense. And I'm sad you figured out how to run your offense. Truly am. Because it's quite good. I mean, yeah. I can hear you in the comments. I get it. LSU's defense is second to USC, probably the worst, the second worst defense in college football. He's not making two million anymore today, Dan. That's not USC. Well, he defense. still is actually. He well, still ooh, is. Ooh. But he's not employed anymore. That's true. I get that LSU's defense. I'm not saying that Alabama's going to score that easily on Georgia as they did on LSU. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just telling you, I watched the Missouri game. I watched the defense up front. I've seen the linebackers play. So Kamari Laster's not going to do. Uh, Jermaine Burton ain't scared. Okay, like that ain't it. That that's not what I'm worried about. But I just don't see a pathway well, where Georgia is able to really stop Alabama from doing whatever they want. So it's been a good uh, Georgia run. Fans, it's gonna. It's. We're not worried about that right now, but I just no, need to get not. out ahead of it. I need yeah, to get okay. out ahead of it right it's now. It's called emotional hedging. He's Tomorrow, trying his best. we're going to be back talking about Ole Miss because that's the next thing that's in front of this Georgia team. And um, the cupcake schedule sends another top 10 opponent um, yeah. to Athens. And Sweet. so it'll be fun. Um, uh, we'll talk all about that. We've got lots of thoughts on Ole Miss, Jackson Dart, Quinchon Judkins, and uh, Lane Kiffin. All next time on the Lockdown Bulldogs podcast. See you soon.